Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, the character Cephas from the hit franchise series, The Hillbilly Horror Show. You can now experience all the greatness from all the Hillbilly Horror Show. And all you need is a library card. And then you can go to Hoopla and watch them all for free. That's right, free. We love the word free. So, go ahead. For more details, go to the Hillbilly Horror Show Facebook page or go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com. That's right, Lulu, Bo, and myself, Cephas, the mumbling idiot. Again, go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com for more details or to the Facebook page. To spend my nights out in the barroom Liquor was the only love I know But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom And brought me back for being too far gone You're a smooth This Tennessee whiskey You're a sweet Strawberry wine You're Honey, I stay stoned on your love all the time. Well, I've lived for love in all the same old places. Found the bottom of the bottle's always dry. But when you poured out your heart, I didn't waste it. Cause there's nothing like your love to give me. You're a smooth Tennessee whiskey. You're a sweet strong.
Please like and share. Please like and share. It's <laughs> the end of the video. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Guider. My very special guest is a uh, up-and-coming country star. Uh, he has some badass tunes he's been doing. I mean, it's not his, but he's been doing some uh, some classics, and he sounds uh, pretty phenomenal. My special guest is JCB also known as James Bailey. JCB, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you, buddy? Good. I just want to say uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, it's kind of weird how I came across you. My son, Anthony, has been – he's a country country fan and, and numerous other styles of music, and he's been telling me about you. Um, I've seen your videos on Facebook, and, and you know, yesterday I was touched by a video that you posted to where you said about tagging – People share my videos because it gets spread all over the world and through Facebook. And me being in the acting business as a voice actor and an actor and with Hillbilly Horror Show, the character Cephas, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, the more shares we yeah, get, the yeah, yeah. more views we get, it helps the uh, to get the uh, material out there. So I watched a video and I was just got done working and I was in the car and I was like, you know what, I'm going to contact him and, and let me help him get them out there more, not just Facebook, but over the airways with a interview. So that's why you were here. Now, I did check out your video, which the audio is going to be being played in the beginning of the interview. Of, is it Tennessee Whiskey? Yes, Am I sir, correct? it is, man. It's a, and it's a great rendition I, that, that uh, yeah. Chris did. Yeah. I watched it this morning, and, uh, of course, I took the audio out of the video to use for the the interview, but... A phenomenal job, James. I mean, seriously, that was a remarkable uh, – you have an incredible voice. And I like country western to a point, but I like your style. I like the – I don't like the – I like the deep voice or I like the the really country boy sound because I used to listen to country in Conway Twitty and Kenny Rogers. Oh, and yeah, all the greats, Martin, yeah. All the old greats from the 80s. I, I grew up in the 80s. I mean, I'm 47, so – my heart is the old school country, and you have that old school country sound, Man, and that's what attracted me to to interviewing you is because you have that country boy 
uh, style, and I really dig it. Well, thank you, man. So now you, um, how did you, how did you ever um, decided to do videos? Uh, who encouraged you to do that? Man, to be honest, um, I'll try to compress. Uh, man, I, my mother uh, started out singing at church when she was young, and then when she had me, man, I can remember being, uh, there's pictures of me in choir practice at church, man, me sitting on her hip at like two and trying to grab the mic out of her hand. And so music has always been a part of my life, and it's been kind of a big love affair with me since I was, my Lord, when I was a toddler. And uh, it just kind of blew up, and a few years ago, I was signed to a major label out of Nashville on Music Row, and um, it really just didn't pan out. You know, I don't really want to go into details about that because it was kind of a bad ordeal for me. Um, I kind of got messed over on that end. And uh, so it just didn't really work out. And then, man, I gave up on music for a while. I really did. I was I was upset with it. And I was hurt with it. Um, I kind of treated it like a brother that I hated and hadn't talked to in a while. <laughs> and I uh, always loved it, though. I did. And, uh, man, I just... My wife looked at me one day and she said, you know, you love this. And she said, uh, you know, you really need to get back out there and keep doing what you're doing. She said, because every time I see you in the car singing or anything like that, she's like, that's the happiest you are. Uh-huh. And I said, yeah. And so I, I covered that song. And when I covered it myself, I just posted it on Facebook. And within like a week, I think it had 30,000 views or whatever it's at now. And then I was always a big follower of uh, Up Church the Redneck, and um, I just sent him a private message, and I said, hey, man, I said, I'm not looking for you to share this. I'm not looking for you to, you know, post this out there. In other words, I'm not looking for a handout. I I really value this guy's opinion because I I consider myself to be a lot like him as far as just being a straight shooter. And, you know, a lot of people might get offended by me, but I'm just going to be me all the time. And I really appreciated that about him, and I didn't expect him to do what he did, but he shared it, and he was like, holy crap, you know, I didn't expect this coming out of this big old country guy. And then his fans, man, uh, Upchurch's uh, great fans and his followers, they started following me, and uh, then before you knew it, I started getting my own fans, and man, it's crazy now. I put my own videos out now, and they get thousands upon thousands of views without any help, and so it's... It's crazy, man, and that's really what got me started. That right there, huh. I just posted one video, and it just—I didn't expect it to do anything, and it did a lot. Now, do you have anything that you've written that you're going to sing? I do have some originals that I'm working on, and um, again, I know you don't know about that, uh, but I do—I do have some originals that I'm working on, and I have some originals that I've already done, and I actually have a CD um, with uh, eight original songs on it that have been already recorded and everything. I'm just looking at, uh, again, I'm independent. I'm doing all this on my own. Oh, sure. So, you know, funding is kind of difficult sometimes, but um, it's working out. The good Lord's working it out for me. And uh, I'm trying to get some investors, some private investors, and I have a few that are going to help me mass produce and uh, some copies so I can start sending them out to everybody. Nice. Yeah, for sure. That's phenomenal. I mean, uh, the independence as you said, independent is like independent film, um, horror films and so forth. They don't have that gigantic backing. And 
So it's very familiar, uh, the opposite ends of what you're doing and what I'm doing. It just takes uh, a lot of drive. Social, yeah, social networking and drive and, and keeping it real. I mean, we all have to watch what we do. We can't go on uh, tangents about certain things because your fans could be supporting something that you might not like, and then it can cause a drop-off. So being in the, in the eye of the public, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Google or whatever, I mean, I've learned over the years as a reviewer, that's how it all started, is to be very careful of what you do because it can either hurt you or help you, but then... For instance, I can remember somebody, I'm not going to mention no names, who was a reviewer, who when they do their podcast, they tend to go down the sexual end of their interviews. And it turns out, and I've told this person, you know, you need to stop it because if if you ever want to interview somebody with a bigger name, they're going to do background check of what you've done. And they, they see something that they don't like. They won't give it the opportunity of the day, and that's what happened to them. They got shut down because of their past. So that being said, it goes a lot of ways. I mean, posts on Facebook, <laughs> tangents about political or, or this and that, even though you feel that way. But you just have to know when to turn it off and, and just be very careful what you do because, like I said, it can either hurt you or help you. Yeah, you're right. Those people probably look at it and they go, wow, you know, I'm not going to be a part of that because of what happened in the past with his other interviews and things like that. And it's crazy because, you know, sometimes I find myself, I'm a, um, I'm a straight shooter and sometimes I find myself getting involved with things and, you know, it's not like it was, uh, it's not like it used to be where I could just post my political views and post what I think and post what I have, you know, on Facebook because now I have such yeah. a, I have such a, a variety of, of of a demographic. The demographic that I'm reaching is is not just one demographic; it's several. So whenever right. I whenever I uh, post things, <laughs> I have found that I've lost fans over it. So I yeah. have to be very careful myself, you know. And I'm starting yeah. to learn that. Um, but yeah, I do. You know, I, I agree with what you're saying completely. You have to start kind of watching yourself, you know. Yep. Uh, that's like this, this Twitter thing, you know, where they have these tools to where you can check to see who unfollowed you. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> obvious, quite funny. But I got a, a, a comment from somebody who's in the movie business, and I just posted on Twitter. I said, whoop, I got unfollowed by one person. I said, but you know what's funny? I said, I'm being followed by 10 more. I said, so, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. And this one guy, I'm not going to say their names, um, who's very, very, very prominent in the movie business, and he said to me in the, in the message, he says, you know, I got like five unfollowers, and I feel like, what did I do wrong while they unfollowed me? I said, keyword, my young friend, trolls. Right. I said, just think of it this way. You might get five people to unfollow you, but won't you look to see how many is following you back? So usually it's always more. It doesn't really matter, but I said, he goes, you know what? I never even thought of that. Thanks for that confidence because that's what it is. People are going to unfollow you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't make it that you did something wrong. It's like, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I love Twitter because um, you can reach a lot more people than you can with Facebook because Twitter, it, I don't know. I just seem to, it, you seem to get 
more things out on Twitter than you do Facebook. It's just the way it is. Or Instagram, you know, you can put your videos in Instagram and it will go nuts. I mean, you have all these country stars or country fans will see your videos. And I don't know if you haven't done it yet, but I could, I would seriously put some videos in Instagram because uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't done it yet, man. I, I strictly have Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I need, yeah. To, I do need to do it though. You're right. I, I do need to branch out there. You know, more avenues are always better than one. Right. Oh. Because I've used everything from Google Plus, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, all kinds. And uh, I mean, there's times where I might have posted, posted a review or something like six months ago, and I go to look, and it's like, Jesus, I forgot all about this one. I mean, not that I forgot the movie, but I mean, I get comments like six months later that people just stumble across it. It's pretty cool. Well, heck but, yeah, uh, heck yeah. So now um, – if I may mention, um, I've noticed that you mentioned in your video about uh, your wife and you're expecting your first child. Is that yes, right? Yes, sir, I am. My first child. Yes, a little girl. Her name's Ella Reese. Oh, how precious. Um, now, being a future country star, which I'm telling you, if you find the right people and you find the right source – you were definitely capable of being out there and making a country music career because you have the chops, you have the personality, you have the country boy feel that's going to relate to a lot of people. But now that you have a, a, a baby on the way, um, it's going to round you. We talked yesterday on the phone, and it's, I'll say this again because a lot of parents, young parents – middle-aged parents, when they were younger, especially if you're a boy, you often wonder, you always say, man, her parents are a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> but you don't really realize it when you're that young. But then when you become a parent yourself of a daughter, and you're a father, you become really defensive because now you're doing the, op doing the exact same thing that your girlfriend's parents, your fa parents' father did when you were young. And it's just a chain of reactions a chain of events that you will find out when your girl gets 12, oh, yeah, 13, I can only imagine. 14 years old, and you're going to be Papa Bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> But I'm just really excited for you, not only that um, you're decided, your wife decided to say, hey, you know what? Get yourself back out there again. It's what you love, and it's starting to pay off. And then you're having a child to boot that's really going to round your whole world now. you got a lovely wife. You're going to have a child. And you're going to have your other baby is your music career. That's right. So all three going around. I, I'm telling you, I mean, I've listened to a lot of up-and-coming uh, musicians over the years. I don't interview very many of them because it's hard to uh, get in contact with them because they're either um, – as they say, I'm too busy, I'm getting ready for this and that. But, you know, my feelings is if you are serious about your career, then you should be getting yourself out there doing interviews and be able to share your stories. Oh, yeah. And then when I, when I reached you, I knew that uh, this is your first interview, um, but I know you are hungry again, which I'm glad because you can thank your wife for that, like you mentioned, to get you back out there again. And I've been watching your fans. I mean, I've been 
I've been getting some friend requests myself because of this interview. <laughs> it's quite interesting. But uh, if any of your fans are listening right now, only, the only favor I want you to do for me is check out www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com. Um, check that out. Give it a watch. You can go on YouTube, Kings of Horror. You can watch all three volumes for free. Check it out. Give me your opinion. Let me know. And, of course, you just keep following James, JB. Uh, you know, be loyal. I mean, you have loyal fans. I, I definitely mean, do, man. I have to, my Lord, man, JCB Nation is huge. Those guys are, are phenomenal. I have the best fans in the world, and I, I love each and every one of them. That's, I've, I've heard you, you say that numerous times in your video, and that touches people. I mean, you don't just care about yourself. It's not about me, me, me. You care about your fan bases. And a lot of these musicians and actors, after a while, they seem to worry about themselves. But you know what? Fans make you. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Fans make you. And a lot of these celebrities don't understand that. Fans make you to where you are today. If fans are stand by you as you're getting started, out of respect, as you are doing, you make them known that, yes, I do notice you. Thank you. And I think one of the things I think you, that you do the most is it's really, really, I think that re- really sucks in people is that video that you posted the other day that my son shared on Facebook and I watched it yesterday is you're saying, I guess again before about tagging my videos and you're actually reading off what people are sending you on the video. And that I think is what really gets you to counteract, to beat and touch base with the people, with your fans Saying that, you know, if, he, if he's willing to read what I'm saying, that means he cares. Oh, yeah. So bravo to you. Oh, yeah. Man, I appreciate it. I, um, you know, I, I can remember I was probably the first con- first concert I ever went to, man. I was I was probably 16 or 17 years old. I'm not going to mention who the guy was, but I went and uh, heard him. He is a country artist. And, uh, man, I paid for – I saved, man. I had a summer job. I saved and saved and saved. And – um it was a backstage pass that I had bought, you know, and it was, it was, it was about three or so hundred dollars. And, um, you know, when you're 17 or 18 years old, that's a lot of money. Heck, that's a lot of money nowadays. And, uh, I go backstage, man. And can you believe it's the God's honest truth? I, I didn't even watch the concert. I stood backstage in the line the whole time because I want to be one of the first ones. <coughs> and he canceled his backstage event and I never got my money back. And it it just resonated with me, and I can remember sitting there going, you know, and and since then I've never bought his CD again. I've never none of that. And since then, it, like I said, it resonated with me. I sat there and I said, you know what? If I ever have a fan base, if I ever have anything like that, I'm not going to be that way because of the fact that the fact of the matter is, is those people pay that guy's bills, the bus he travels on, those people put the gas in it. You know, and it's like, I just, you know, us as as musicians, you know, we might look at fans, and I don't want to say me, because I don't even think I'm in that caliber. I think I'm just regular old James Bailey from Alabama, but, you know, I think some of those guys, they look at those fans, and they're like, well, what does it matter if I, if I piss off a few hundred? I've got thousands, and they, they just start doing it like that. They start categorizing these fans like that, and I think what oh, happens yeah. is, is before long, man, you do that enough, and it starts a snowball effect, and then you get a bad image and I just, I don't want to be that way. And I I know it's hard and this goes actually out to my JCB fans. I know it's hard guys, but you know, I'm getting two and 300 messages a day and that's no joke. (laughs) And I can't respond to every one of them because if I did, I would have no time for my wife 
or my child. But I still try to respond to at least 100, 120 a day, even if it's just, hey, thank you for the love and support. Because without you guys, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any of this. I mean, it's crazy. I, you know, before I would get fifteen, twenty thousand views on a on a song, then uh, Up Church Redneck helped me, and you know, it was a hundred and forty something thousand within like a day. And then now, it's like I post a video myself, and I don't even have to post it at one time, and it's forty and fifty thousand views. So wow. it's just, and it's all because of you know you guys, and it's all because of my fans, and they're, they're pretty great, man. I'm 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 a pretty blessed guy. I got the best fans in the world. Well, I'm going to mention something too that with your experience, and I'm going to say who the band is because it doesn't really matter to me anymore. But um, there's a, a a hard rock band called Rat. Okay, you know, I'm sure you oh, heard yeah. of them. I'm a big fan. It's my favorite band. Okay, and. I was, I got free passes to the concert and backstage to meet with them, okay? I traveled to go there, and I watched the concert, and then you can go in the back and meet them, and they left. They fucking left. They rolled out. You know, and I contacted some of the band members. I'm surprised they responded. What do you mean? We didn't know anything about that. I'm thinking, really? You knew VIP after a concert. You guys know that. But they bailed. Because it was downpouring, they just bailed. They rolled out. They didn't say anything to nobody. So, you know, this is later in their career. I mean, it was back in 2009, I think it was. Um, they were with Poison. And their new album has come out in 2010. I never bought their new album. I never listened to the new album because I was so irritated to the fact that they did that. I mean, it wasn't just me. There's a lot, a lot of fans that are upset because they, you know, they paid for that. Even though I didn't pay for mine, but still, they just bailed. But, and that to me, that's just like you guys don't slap care. in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my experience. You know, I don't follow them anymore. I don't do anything. I mean, they're. In, not doing anything new anymore anyways, but it's my experience. Now, yours is a lot different because mine's a lot it's a lot older, but I'm just saying that that was my favorite band, and to pull that stunt, it's just not good. Really messed up. But anyways, I moved, I moved on past that, you know, because you know, this is before I got into the uh, movie review business and then the voice acting and acting business, so, you know, it is what it is. It happens, but uh, I just want to relate that story to what you just said. But it's devastating. It really is. You know, I mean, whether you pay for it or you're invited. I mean, they personally invited me, and then to pull that stunt is like really. So it's whatever. But you have a promising career, JB. Um, I'll keep my eye on you, definitely. But you you do have some news that you can't talk about right now that you told me yesterday that I'm not going to repeat, obviously. But I wish you all the best. Uh, tell Mama that I said hello. Sure will, man. I got a friend request from her yesterday too. It was pretty cute. <laughs> but um, you know, I just uh, I'm here to support. I'm here to promote. I mean, uh, you have a. I mean, just just talking to you, you're such so down to earth, and your fans re- can see that. That hey, thank you. I'm here. You know, and you mentioned about 
messages. I mean, I get a lot too, and it's hard. I mean, I work full time, you know, the 4 a.m., the one shift, and I get home here around 2, and I can, I'll respond to like at least like 30 or 40 of them, but then I have to do my thing, and then sometimes I get a little upset, and I explain to them, look, I appreciate the emails. I'll get to them as soon as I can, you know, but uh, they understand. I mean, yeah, they understand. They, they do. I mean, I'm, I, I'm nobody famous, you know, but, you know, if people take time to write you, then my thing is, and I take the time eventually to get to all of them. And uh, the true fans will understand, look, he's busy too, like we are. <laughs> but uh, anyways, it was great having you on here. Man, I it mean, was my pleasure. It was my honor, man. I thank you for, uh, you know, just for having me, man, let my voice get heard. And uh, this is actually a great experience. I, I, you know, for my first time doing it, man, you uh, you hooked me in there good, man. I'm hooked now. <laughs> I like it, man. <laughs> But for your fans, they can definitely check out the interview from the actual website, um, podcast.com, or they can check it out on iTunes, Stitcher, anything that has podcasts. If you look for interviews by Scott Guider, if it's not there, you can request it, and they will add it to the app. It was fun talking to you. I mean, I talked to you yesterday, as we said, to set up this interview, and and, uh, Anthony, my son, came in to me yesterday. I guess you talked to him yesterday. He came in and told me that... uh, he responded to him, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's like he, he he's a country boy, and and he likes your style, obviously, or he wouldn't be sharing your videos. So I'm sure he'll be listening to this later on. But uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's just uh, I wish you all the best. I mean, if anything comes up, if you want to come on again to promote what your deal is, and and even when you get an album out there, just contact me, and uh, I'll be more than glad to have you on again to uh, promote your music. Yes, sir, man. Hey, I appreciate you. And again, man, you made it great. I wasn't nervous at all. And uh, it was just like talking to a buddy I hadn't seen in a while, man. So I appreciate it. There you go. No problem. So, again, fans uh, of my show, I am speaking to a future country star, JBC, but known as James Bailey. He is on Facebook. If you want to look for him on Facebook, just definitely uh, watch his videos and – Adam, if he accepts you, he's a down-to-earth country boy, as you can hear, and uh, uh, family guy. And uh, So anyways, there you go. So definitely uh, follow him on Facebook or Adam, and you can definitely follow my show, at INT by Scott on Twitter, or I have other Twitter pages, too, for my podcast and for my personal acting page. You can all find me there. But uh, definitely check him out. James, thanks a lot for coming on. I'm babbling. That's what I hey, do. Man. <laughs> Compared to the safest character I am humble. <laughs> but, uh, thanks for having you on. Uh, anything that you have there, any videos that you post, just feel free to post it on my wall. Um, anything you want to do, just post it and uh, share away. I don't mind. I sure will, buddy. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate your time, man. No problem. Right. Take care, James. <laughs>